Well, good morning. Welcome to Holy Baptist Church, our Sunday service. It's great to have you with us. I'm Martin. This is your family. The family. <laughs> so Jen and the rest of the family. Uh, we welcome to our living room. And um, yeah, uh, can see people are starting to uh, appear now on the live stream. So that's great. You are so welcome. It's great to have you with us. Do tell us uh, where you're viewing us from. Um, we're in Hawley, by the way, because you hadn't realised. Uh, yeah, so while we wait for people to um, join us, um, what I want you to be thinking is what is your favourite biscuit, okay? What's your favourite biscuit? What have we got? What's your favourite biscuit, Ellie? Um, chocolate fingers. Chocolate fingers. What's your favourite biscuit, Eve? Uh, milk. Milk? Milk, chocolate biscuits. Anything with chocolate on, probably. Yeah. yeah, so what you put in the comment, um, what is your favourite biscuit? And in a few minutes, I will reveal to you mm. the UK's top five uh, favourite biscuits according to YouGov. Jammy Dodgers, all yeah. custard cream, stuff like that. Uh, before we do that, last week I asked you to send in some photos, some beautiful photos of spring. And um, we had a really good response. If you go onto our Facebook page, you can see a gallery of all the photos that were sent in. And I ask you to like your favourite photos. And um, I'm going to reveal now what our, your favourite photos were. There's, there's a two in joint, there's joint third place, joint second place, and then there's a top one. So with, uh, in joint place with five votes, we have got this lovely photo, family photo from the Brennans. So that's beautiful. Uh, and then we've got this lovely fo uh, family photo from the Priors. So Aww, congratulations nice. to you, you're in third place. Enjoy second place. Ooh. We've got this beautiful photo from Angie. The lovely water there. And uh, then in uh, also enjoy second place, we've got this beautiful photo of Bluebells from Emma Pearson. So that's great. Well, can we have a drum roll for the first place? Drum roll, drum roll. so drum roll. Ready, drum roll. So in first place, we have got... This lovely photo of Max from Emma again. Yay! So uh, I think Emma's cheating. She's kind of semi-professional, but we'll let you get away. But if you want to see more of Emma's photo, you can search Emma Jane Pearson Photography on Facebook. She's got some lovely uh, family photos there. So, oh yeah, biscuits. That's what we're going to do. So thank you for your comments. Uh, so these are the top five UK bis biscuits as of a year ago, May 2019. According to YouGov, so in number five we have got mm. McVitie's Original mm. Digestives. I'm just going to oh. take Eve and Joel out for the moment. Okay. So, so me, Ellie. Okay. <laughs> That's the reason why. That's the reason why. Uh, so number four, I don't even like digestive biscuits. So Original Digestives by McVitie's. Um, number four. Now actually, this is a bit controversial because is it a cake or is it a biscuit? Jaffa Cakes. Did anyone get Jaffa Cakes? So, um, I like Jaffa Cakes, I like that orangey bit in the, in the middle. See, I'm not really a biscuit person, so Jaffa Cakes, pretty good, uh, as far as I'm concerned. Number three, Cadbury's Chocolate Digested. I didn't even know they made chocolate digestives, but they're number three in the nation, chocolate digestives. Number two, Cadbury's Chocolate Fingers. That's what you said, you like chocolate fingers. Yeah, Cadbury's Chocolate Fingers. And then number one, we've got McVitie's Top Chocolate Digestive.
biscuits. That's three times digestive biscuits have appeared in the top five, and I don't even like digestive biscuits with or without uh, chocolate. Oh, I think that's milk chocolate digestives, not dark chocolate uh, digestives. So that is uh, top five biscuits. Um, we've got tons of stuff for you this morning. We're going to last for 40 minutes in total. We've got about another half an hour left. We're going to hear the story of Lazarus from the sweets. We're going to have a craft from Susanna Buckle. We're going to have um, prayers from the Robinsons. We're going to have Daz. He's going to be um, sharing some thoughts and reflections about Lazarus uh, with us. But before we do that, we're going to sing some songs and we're going to pray. So um, let's pray, shall we? So Lord God, we thank you for all you are. We thank you for all you have done. We thank you that creation just cries out in worship to you. Uh, you created everything. You put waters on the earth. You put stars in the sky. We just want to worship you. We want to thank you and praise you for all you have done and all you are doing and all you will do. Amen. I missed so, your favourite biscuit, so I just turned on the Our favourite biscuit was um, McVitie's Milk Chocolate Digestive. Oh, he doesn't like those. I don't like those. No, no. Right, stand up, girls. So, let's sing let's together. Sing. God of Wonders.
wonders. God of wonders beyond our galaxy. You are holy, holy. Precious Lord, reveal your heart to me. Father, holy, holy. God of wonders. God of wonders beyond our galaxy. sing one more song which is uh, talks about the fact that God knows everything about us and he loves us and he's amazing so we're going to sing this song now are you ready Lord you know when I rest you know when I rise you know all the pretty things that I've seen with my eyes. Lord, you know when I run, you know when I walk. You know all the words I say before I even talk. You're amazing. God, you are amazing. Oh, your love's amazing to me. You know what I eat? Lord, you know what I eat. You know what I think. You know when I'm dirty and my feet begin to stink. You know everything. You're with me every day. Lord, I want to sing your praise. And this is what I say. You're amazing. God, you are amazing. Oh, your love's amazing. To me. You made me in an amazing way. I stand before you, Lord, today. The faith I live my hands and say, Oh Lord. You made me in an amazing way. I stand before you, Lord, today. The faith I live my hands and say, Oh Lord. Oh Lord. You're amazing. 
And then Susanna's going to do a craft. I think you're going to be making a Lazarus. That's exciting. So let's hand over to them now. Bye. Bye. There once was a man from Bethany. His sisters were Martha and Mary. Lazarus was his name. Then he died. Such a shame. For his friends, it was all a bit scary. They all wished that Jesus had been there. For he could have saved them from this scare. But that wasn't God's plan. He knew that this man would become an answer to their prayer. Jesus' friends said, come on, we must go. To the family, our condolences to show. That doesn't need to happen. Not yet needed to action. Your faith in me soon to grow. Two days later, Jesus came to see them. Where were you? His sisters did greet him. Don't worry, my friends. Laz is on the mend. No need to inform his next of kin. So about my brother, dear Lazarus, he is dead and it is rather unglamorous. They all were confused. As Jesus said, open the tomb as the smell had become highly hazardous. Out you come, said Jesus with confidence, like he knew that old Laz was conscious. And out Lazarus came when Jesus called his name and the smell didn't make them more nauseous. Jesus told them to take off his tomb clothes for from the dead Lazarus had arose. He needed them no more, more life was in store for this man, Jesus' power, he knows. So thank you so much. The kids are now going to go off and do their craft. Hopefully you got the bits that you need. And Daz is going to now share us some reflections on our new uh, sermon series that we started last week. Life Changer. Uh, the fact that Jesus changes people's lives. Last week we looked at Zacchaeus and today we're going to look at Lazarus. So over to Daz. Good morning church, welcome. It's good to be with you, carrying on with our Life Changer series this week. And uh, we believe here at this church that Jesus is a life changer. And we, we're look at working through stories of people that met him and had their lives transformed. Are full of people in our church who could tell that same story for themselves, that Jesus, they met Jesus, he spoke into their lives and changed them forever. They've never looked back. They decided to follow him and that is the life they now lead. Today we're going to hear the story of Lazarus, who was someone that was raised from the dead by Jesus, obviously transformed from death to life, literally. Um, his sisters also, Mary and Martha, were transformed by him. Everybody there that saw what happened was transformed by Jesus as part of this story. And it is a story of loss. We're in a time of great loss at the moment, so hopefully it will really, really speak um, some of God's truth into our situations as we are all in the middle of lots of different kinds of loss, but loss nonetheless. This is an incredible story. It's a story that requires uh, faith on our part, um, and faith is putting our trust in Jesus. We'll see that Mary and Martha had to do that 
um, and we are also called to put our faith in Jesus if we're going to be his followers. What is faith? There's a, a, a book of the Bible called Hebrews uh, and in chapter 11 in verse 1 it says that faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see and we have confidence in the hope that Jesus gives us and we have assurance that he is powerful enough to do something great in our lives. We can't see that, but we have to trust that he can do that. Martha needed faith. Um, Jesus asked her to have faith in him. We can read that in uh, John 11, if you've got your Bible or on your phone or iPad or whatever you're on. Um, look it up. Verse, chapter 11 of John from verse 21. Jesus is speaking with Martha. It says, Lord, Martha said to Jesus, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But I know that even now God will give you whatever you ask. Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. And Martha answered, I know he will rise again in the resurrection in the last days. And Jesus said to her, no, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me will live even though he dies. And whoever lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? And Martha tells him, yes, Lord. I believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God, who has come into the world. And my kind of summary of that interaction would be Jesus saying to Martha, do you believe that I, I, can, I can bring him back? I am the resurrection and the life. Do you believe that I can do this amazing thing? And Martha says, yes. And then almost to herself is saying, I believe you're God's son, sent to the earth to do incredible things. Um, and that maybe is as much as she can believe at that point. I don't know, she's thinking, I don't know if you can him, raise him from the dead, but she's telling herself, look, I do believe you're God's son. And I think that's all Jesus asks for sometimes, is, is to remember who he is. We don't know what he's going to do, we've got expectations maybe, and sometimes we feel like he's failed us, like Martha had, was feeling at that time. Um, and Jesus asks us just to trust him as God's son, who can do amazing things, things we can't even imagine possible. Um, that is what, that's the faith we're being called to. In this story, certainly, it's what Jesus was asking of Mary, uh, Martha, just, just believe in me as God's son at this point. That's all I'm asking. I, I think we see that as, as well with Mary. Um, we, we get an extra little bit uh, with Mary. There's another little gem for us um, in this bit, verse 32, John 11 again. Um, when Mary reached the place where Jesus was and saw him, she fell at his feet and said, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would have would not have died. Uh, when Jesus saw her weeping and the Jews who had come along with her also weeping, he was deeply moved in spirit and troubled. Where have you laid him? He asked. Come and see, Lord, they replied. And then it says, Jesus wept. Now I want to highlight this. this is one of the very famous verses in the Bible, Jesus wept. And I want you to remember that Jesus, he knows, Jesus knows he's about to go and raise Lazarus from the dead and turn their mourning into rejoicing and celebration. He's about to end their loss. Um, but he still sits and he still weeps with them. Um, and I want to highlight that big bold letters that Jesus wept because it's an important message to remember. God isn't just some deity up in the sky who, who's flipping switches and turning the knobs and making things happen or not making things happen. Um, he is a God that sees us, that feels what we feel. He sees our pain, he sees our loss, um, he feels our anguish, our regret. Um, all of those negative emotions, he sees them. And even though he can do things about them, and he will do things about them, maybe not what we want, but he will act on our behalf for our good. Even though he will do that, he still weeps with us. Because to see us sad breaks his heart. 
he is our father he's not just our creator and almighty god he's our father and when we, he sees us sad he weeps with us and he, he he takes us in his arms and he hugs us tight um, and i think some people need to hear that message this morning as you sit in the midst of loss in the midst of pain in the midst of suffering jesus isn't just making plans about how he can do something beyond what you can imagine he also sits with you and he weeps with you this is a story of loss um, we are in a time of loss. I don't know what you've lost right now. People have lost loved ones. They've lost, you know, money, um, jobs, careers that we had plans for have, have disappeared. Um, our sense of security, our sense of self, our, our sense of community is on the brink. And you know, as we're sort of detached and isolated from people, our plans for the future are up in the air. It's this huge fog at the moment. What's going to happen? We don't really know. We can distract ourselves with TV, with you know, homeschooling, with different things involved. But those questions are creeping up on us. What is happening? How do you feel about the future? What are you going to do about X, Y, and Z? And um, we're very unsure. We've lost our sense of security for sure at the moment. And that will, will affect our response to God. Um, Martha and Mary, both of them said, Jesus, if you've been here, this wouldn't have happened. Like, where were you? What was going on? There's something else that kept you busy that you couldn't be here with us to save our brother. Um, they had an expectation of Jesus and he hadn't met it. So in their minds, he'd, he'd failed them and there was nothing more he could do. And if we put our expectations on Jesus, then we limit him. We put him in a box. This is what I can understand that you can do, Jesus. And, and if you don't do that, then that's, oh, you just let me down. Like, we, we turn Jesus into a smart speaker God. Um, we have uh, the Amazon one in our house. You might have Google. There's sort of smart speakers at the moment. You, you speak to them and you say, hey, hey, Jesus. Please set a reminder um, to be for me to be kind today, uh, and also um, schedule a meeting with my boss so we can get that promotion that I've been I've been after. And uh, also, can you you add Barry to my to be healed list? Thank you, Jesus. That if we limit Jesus to what we can understand, to what how we can dictate and control, and say we say prayers and hopefully answers, then we we limit him um, to a God like who is. Alexa God. Um, it was the same for everybody in that story. Um, they were saying things like, you know, you open the eyes of blind people, could you not have arrived earlier and healed this man, stopped him from dying? We all have expectations of what Jesus can do. Um, and if we limit him to that, then we put him in a box. And Jesus is more than that. He can do things beyond our wildest dreams and beyond our wildest imagination. We just have to trust him. Now, Jesus, he sat down and he cried with that family but that wasn't the end of their story and I don't know what's happening in your life right now I don't know where your loss is I don't know what you have buried deep down in in your heart at the moment because you just can't bear to hope you can't bear to feel joy because it might not last please this morning hear the message that Jesus weeps with you in your pain in the middle of your loss he sits with you he hugs you tight because he loves you and he cares about you and he feels for you and his heart is broken because you your heart is broken but also hear the message that this is not the end of your story. That Jesus can do something amazing in your life. There is a God in heaven who works in the middle of suffering. And as we sit and we say to him, where were you God? What are you doing God? If only you'd been here with me, you could have helped me. God says, do you trust me? Do you believe in me? And we need to believe this morning that though we sit in, in a loss and our expectations have, are that maybe Jesus has failed us at this point, that we can trust Jesus, that we can believe this morning that he is God's son and he can do something amazing in our lives and through us for our benefit and to his glory as well. If we can trust him 
then we can have hope that he will come through for us. Lord Jesus, help us this morning to trust you. Help us to remember that you are a good God who loves us, who is heartbroken with us. Help us to face the future with hope, with joy, no matter what we face in the darkest moment you sit with us. Lord, be a light to our feet. Show us the way to trust you. In your name we pray. Amen. Hopefully that was encouraging. Hopefully that is useful to know that Jesus uh, weeps with you if you're in the middle of great pain at the moment, if you're feeling very lonely. Um, he loves you and he wants the best for you and he is working for your good this morning. If you've never heard anything like this before and you'd like to learn more about who Jesus is and how you can know him, do um, let us know in the chat or email us at join.in at hawleybaptist.org.uk. We would love to be part of helping you get to know Jesus, help you meet Jesus and help you being transformed forever for good by Jesus. Otherwise, guys, have a blessed Sunday and a fantastic week. Bye-bye. Can you say hello, everybody? Hello, everybody. Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. God bless. God bless. <laughs> Bye. Bye. So let us stop, take a deep breath, and bring our requests to our loving Heavenly Father. We pray for children and young people, many unable to get to school, see their friends. Father, we pray that they will be happy and content during this time. We pray for the frail, the vulnerable, and for those who are unwell. Lord, we pray for protection that people will know your presence. We pray for key workers, doctors, nurses, care workers, ministers, people working in shops, for delivery drivers and all others who have to work. We pray that they will stay safe and well. For those that have difficult decisions to make around employment, money, family or anything else, we ask that you will give wisdom so people will make really good decisions. And at this time, when many of us are stuck indoors, we pray that we will find time to rest and spend time with you. Refresh us, we pray, through the power of your Holy Spirit. And so let us go possibly not physically for just at the moment, but from where we are, we pray that we may share the love of God in any way we can. Amen. And now we're going to say the Lord's Prayer. Can I ask that you add your own really loud Amen at the end? Our Father in heaven, <laughs> hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on, on earth, earth as, as it is, is in heaven. heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, power, and the glory are yours now and forever. Amen. 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 Amen.
Amen. Amen. Amen. Amen. Amen. Amen. Amen. Amen. Amen. So thank you so much for uh, being church with us this morning. Thank you for joining us in our living room and thank you for singing and listening. Do share uh, this with your friends and family either via YouTube or Facebook and do uh, subscribe or follow us on Facebook uh, so that um, you can keep up to date with everything that's going on during the week. Uh, and yeah, I just uh, hope to see you soon. Uh, and I'm going to pray as we come to a close before we have our final song. Lord God, we thank you for this special day. We thank you we can be church together. We thank you that although we're separate, we are united by your Holy Spirit. So we thank you. Uh, thank you, God, for everything. We just pray now that you bless each and every one of us as we go about our daily tasks. That you thank you that you are with us. You love us and you care for us. And we praise and worship you, our Heavenly Father. Amen. 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 So it's bye from us. Bye. 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 How great is our God, sing with me, how great is our God, oh see how great, how great is our God, the splendor of the King, clothed in majesty, let all the earth rejoice. Rejoice, he wraps himself in light, and darkness tries to hide, and trembles at his voice, trembles at his voice. And
Great is our God. 